It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes, it's Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV movies and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week, we're diving into the quantum realm again with our Ant-Man review. Yeah, and I mean... I'm not saying the full title. Literally, like it's too literally long. diving. We're diving yeah, in. That's right. Yeah. No, no matter how big or small the hero is in this movie... Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm cutting out, I'm not saying the whole name of this movie. It's way too long. It's a mouthful. Um, Disney is slowing down their media release schedule, Mike. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs for everyone who's hyped on all these release schedules. We got some changes. Coming up, uh, Hellboy is getting another reboot movie. That's fresh news today, Mike. I know you didn't see that earlier. And more. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is I did see it. I saw it the oh, other no. day. I had it pulled up as a tab on my Chrome browser, and I was like... I could read this article or wait 24 hours and Chris yeah. will just much like a GDP chatbot yep. integrated into your Bing Microsoft Edge browser yeah, yeah. will uh, will distill it down to exactly what I need to know. So I was like, ah, I won't read this. That's, that's right. <laughs> and we, then, are, we are your superhero slate <laughs> chatbots here for you every week. folks. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, and then I looked through the show notes. I was like, oh, he did put Hellboy in there. I made the right decision. Yeah. So, yep this this is why I'm on the show because I'm I'm lazy. And I don't want to read. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I know you don't listen to the show either, so so it all it all works. Why well, listen for me. to? I live it. I live it. Why do I need to listen to it if I yeah. live it, Chris? Exactly. Exactly. So uh, we just got off of our eight man review. So let's go ahead. Um, we're not going to jump into it now, but let's go ahead and talk about what we're doing because. Usually when we do two two episodes, I am beat by the end of this. And I, I've been gone this weekend out of town uh, traveling up to my friend Patrick's. Uh, he's a listener of the show. Hi, Patrick. I know you're listening right now. We know you're listening. And you're going to tell me, you know, something's wrong or you disagree with Mike. Those are my favorite messages I get, Mike, <laughs> when people disagree with you. Uh, it, it happens. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's, we, we, we understand. Um, but you, you, you have been watching two movies here right now, I can tell you. Um, one was a uh, box office bomb, and the other was a direct-to-VHS sequel, it looks like, right? Or maybe yeah. it's just a streaming sequel, but yeah, they're not. It's not a bad movie. It's it's. it's but yeah, go on. Tell yeah, it was it was a it was a fun experience. Uh, my wife and I both have nostalgia for the Disney animated film Atlantis: The Lost Empire, um, and we we watched it. And it was both funny for us, just kind of admitting like. This is a very horny movie. Sorry to break out these words at the very beginning of the podcast, but earmuffs, people, earmuffs. The the character designers of this movie. I mean, I know this isn't anything new, but it was new for me to find out that even my wife was just like, "Oh yeah, there's some like really hot characters in this movie." I'm like, "You too, me too." So we were just watching this movie. Like these characters are just so just like they're. They're, they're either drawn with, like, curves or they're drawn with, like, chisels, and it's just like, oh, my God. So I just thought it was hilarious that, like, it also affected my wife as well. So maybe we're we're a good team. Maybe there's a reason we found each other. Uh, so it is funny after being married and together for this long. Unlocking new knowledge from your spouse is very fun. And then, of course, after watching this movie, you're like, hey, you know, we got Disney+. Plus. All of this stuff is uh, on the catalog. Let's go watch the sequel Atlantis Milo's Return, which is, if you're unfamiliar, in the day and age of mm-hmm. the Disney direct to 
VHS sequel uh, scam empire where you can tell they were just tricking dumb kids into just watching uh, a sequel that um, is less than 100% for sure. Uh, I have really not dove into many if any that I can remember of Disney direct to video sequels. And if I have, it's been way too long to remember Chris. So it was just so jarring to go from the animation fidelity of a feature animated film um, to (laughs) this like janky quality. And I mean, like I, I give all of the creatives credit. The reason it looks like this is because they are strapped with time. They are not given the years and years of development that a movie takes. They're probably given a couple months. So, like, all of the characters are drawn slightly off model. Only part of the voice cast returns. Everything's just a little. Everything's just a little off. (laughs) So, uh, uh, quick, quick, quick Google. So, um, Atlantis was two thousand and one, right? An actual Mm -hmm. big budget Disney movie, uh, absolutely tanked. I can't believe they actually greenlit a straight to um uh, like straight to vhs even sequel right like absolutely mm-hmm. crazy um two years later in 2003 like they had less than two years to animate an entire movie record the voice and line all that fun stuff up um back before you know um things are as speedy as they are today but looking at the voice cast actually pretty stacked voice cast still returned i'm actually impressed yeah. with the number of people they, who they, came back so they do a decent job too of uh their replacement for milo the main character who was um michael j uh, fox Mc- yeah michael j fox I was it, just saying marty mcfly the, so they do they do a pretty good the, i would say uh uh swap for that the replacement for that is james arnold taylor who does all of the obi-wan animated voice acting on uh, the clone wars oh, and every every yeah. other animated thing so he i i mean i would have known that back then right in 2003 but like he he is still he's not just nobody they didn't pull some 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 guy off the street and say hey you you sound like michael j fox so mm-hmm. pretty pretty cool stuff yeah. there absolutely yeah just just very just very very uh talented overall but yeah just this is just more of like if you want to have some fun go find one of those disney movies that has a direct-to-video sequel and watch them back to back it is just wild and very educational too if you're just interested in film cinema animation you will just see very it's like it's like a data point right it's it's an experiment of what if we take kind of like the exact same world, but make it with much less dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. it, it's just kind of fun to watch it like oh, that. Uh, Aladdin, yeah. Aladdin Aladdin had two sequels. And I think the third one's actually pretty good, if I was going to be honest. But like you said, there is not a lot of gold in, in them there hills yeah. with those sequels. Yeah, and I know... And I know these directed VHS movies are primarily aged, aimed at kids. So this is probably understandable, but... Uh, Character's a lot less sexy in the sequel. Oh my I there. I said it. If that's what you're looking for, you're not was, getting as much not, of it there. I was not looking for it, but thank you for, <laughs> for the clarification. That yeah, just, so, that's turned me off from watching yeah. it. That's what that's what I that's what me me and my wife did this nice, weekend. Nice. I have actually um I've been watching some I started uh, uh catching up on the Picard series. Did you ever watch that? Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I, I I remember you talked about the first season, season and yeah. how you said you were entertained by it, but you know you're you don't you don't have much of a trekky background, yeah. so you didn't really care what where it was going either way. Yeah. But I have been kind of following just the internet's in positive negative charge yeah. of the show throughout its uh, throughout two, its existence, and it seems like it's been very up and down. Yeah, two two. I think you know, I'm I'm, I'm working my way through it. Uh, it's fine. I, I kind of see where it's going, 
Um, they, they, they obviously filmed it under a budget constraint because the, the one thing they do is like, we need to go back in time or show, show scenes from the year 2024. I'm like, well, that's just oh. because that's where we are right now. <laughs> like you're just saving some budget there. Uh, but that's fine. But the next one, season three is, has started airing and season three literally brings back all of the next generation cast as like main cast members. So it's less Picard and more like Star Trek, the next generation, um, you know, but season three is the final season of this, so it, it's fun to see. Uh, you know what I would call, um, you know, we're, we're near prestige television, right? And I feel, um, uh, oh my gosh, I can't even remember the actor's name who plays Picard off the top of my head. And we're gonna we're gonna bounce Patrick back. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah, you know our Professor X of the day. You know, coming back and getting his own show um, at, at his age, you know, is 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 awesome and. The fact that you know they are putting a little bit of money in the Star Trek show, it's fun to watch, right? A little little, little sci-fi I have no relation to, and I can just sit back and watch um, mm-hmm. uh, in in the evenings um, while I'm working on stuff. So I've been I've been working on uh, on that on I guess in the late nights. So anyway, but let's jump into the notes. Uh, like I said, you know we're gonna we're gonna keep this brief for you folks. We're, we want to we got stuff to do on Sunday evening. So let's jump in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. The only time I'm going to say this, the rest of the show, um, <laughs> is uh, is out in theaters. This is the third Ant-Man movie, and it is uh, also the third movie ever to make over $100 million in North America on the opening weekend in February uh, behind Black Panther and Deadpool. So I think that's a really cool fact, right? Um, you know, when you, you think about, um, I, I guess, it's- Ant-Man quality and money is not really the best money in the world, but like... You know, still multi-million dollar movie, but also, you know, being number third, it's pretty good. Those are mm-hmm. those are two movies I did not think Ant-Man would ever beat, so fine with me. Uh, and it's also sitting at $225 million worldwide as well. So um, I think this movie, I don't, again, you know, we talk about legs. I don't think it needs to have legs to, to make money. I think it's a Marvel movie. It'll, it'll recoup its costs and then some, and then we'll be talking about its Disney Plus debut here in about uh, two months, if you will. Um, but in the meantime, Mike, we're going to go into our spoiler-free thoughts, spoiler-free review. So if you not seen it, none of this is going to give any story bits away. Uh, we're just going to share our, our, our initial impressions here, which is also on our review episode. You can go catch that first part. Spoiler-free. We let you know when the spoilers start, so you can check that out in more depth. But, Mike, I'm going to give you the honor of going first this time for it. Yes, so now this is the challenge where we just finished recording our full oral, our full review, and now we kind of have to still it into a couple thoughts, which I've yeah. never been very great at. But uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: uh, Quantum Mania will keep you engaged for its runtime, but at the end of the title screen crawl credits what am i doing what am i talking about chris the movie's just okay i, I don't know why i'm one of those talky movies fine. yeah yeah wait. yeah it's just it's just very as the kids would say it's mid it's right in the middle uh a lot of things being set up and built up but we don't really get a whole lot of that paying off i don't feel like the characters have much of an arc throughout this film and they just seem to be very consistent with where we've left off and where we've seen them previously uh, I think the uh, the quantum realm is a fun world. There's some fun Marvel quippy jokes. You know, uh, Paul Rudd is always charming. Jonathan Majors, obviously the standout star, loved him in this film, and I can't wait to see even more of him moving forward because we have Kang Dynasty coming up as well. And it was just okay. It's just so. It's just I, like I said in our bigger review. It's just strange having a movie 
uh, starting off a phase with all of these big ideas ironically taking place in the smallest world and we're being told that this is going to have the biggest connecting thread to mm -hmm. all of the movies and that was just in you know kind of marketing talking points before the movie even came out and then just to be kind of left with just like uh, okay what really happened at the end of the movie so it's strange it sounds like I'm being very very so negative I, on it it was it was fine yeah. it was it was entertaining but I, I do feel like we were promised more and they delivered less, but what they delivered wasn't necessarily bad. It still tasted good. I just, I just wanted what I, what I was kind of, I think, promised on the well, menu. So I'll throw it over to you, Chris. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go against. I think you, even you said something different um, about it. It's, it's. I don't think it's. You, you, you come off negative. We were not negative on this. I think, I, I think we want to go ahead and say that, right? But I don't think you were confused by what happened. You weren't like what at the end. Like this movie's not confusing. We know what happened. We know what what mm. it was. Uh, and I, I, I agree with Mike. We, we sit in the things. Things I, it is. Um, you know, it's not the best Marvel movie. It's not the worst Marvel movie. I didn't come out of the, the theater feeling bad. I didn't come out of the theater feeling like I had to go scream its praises to the end of the earth. Um, and that is not a bad thing, right? We can have just movies right down right down the center of the road. Um, and I would say the the biggest flaw I, I I'd say for this movie it is very predictable, but. Uh, what we get in, you know, Paul, again, as Mike mentioned, Paul Rudd, fantastic actor, bringing Ant-Man to life, uh, a character that should not be possible, um, right, uh, who, who shrinks, um, you know, uh, uh, Hank Pym, played by Michael Douglas, talks to Ants, his wife, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, who uh, had powers and now doesn't have powers. We didn't cover that in our review, but he, that, that there was something in Ant-Man 2. I think this is way better than Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, the, the Ant-Man 2, the second movie, but not as good as the first one. I think that the charm is gone, but what I do appreciate is it's visually different. It's a different story. It's not the same. It's not a rehash. It's, um, it, it, it isn't even a heist, really, at the end of the day. Like, all the Ant-Man movies have been heist and, and, and stuff like that, so this one's not, and I, I really appreciate them maybe not swinging as much. I, it wasn't much of a swing. It was kind of a bunt, but at least they were doing a different play than, than before, and that was really cool. Uh, Jonathan Majors uh, is going to rule your life for the next several years, whether you like it or not. Whether it's his Kang movie, his Creed movie, um, that movie he's in with the uh, the kid from Top Gun, who's supposed to be you know the the new Iceman. Uh, what was what else is he in, Mike? He's uh, the, He's, the show. He he is the hottest guy in town, uh, yeah. uh, metaphorically and literally. Uh, if you go to like you know the upcoming project section, uh, he is not only going to be in like every Marvel movie. He's going to yeah. be in like every other movie in the theaters. Yeah. So Absolutely. I I, lo I love him. I love the guy. So this yeah. is this is good news. Yeah, and, and the character uh, portrayal of of this version of Kang, um, very very well done. I think at the end of the day, very much. This this version of King is is very much. I, I honestly we didn't talk about it either, Mike. I really liked his his they, when they gave him his suit. Um, Marvel just knows how to do their costumes, and I I hate they know how to do them so well. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> like you really nailed that purple and green. It shouldn't shouldn't do it shouldn't be this good, but you did it. Uh, so there's that. Um, yeah, like if you if you if you like watching movies uh, <laughs> in the theater, and you know you want to go see something that's not gonna offend you, Ant Man. Three is gonna, you know, be a great option for you if you want to wait till it hits Disney Plus in two to three months. Absolutely fine too, right? Like I don't think this is something you're gonna have to rush out and see now because we won't see the results of this movie for another possibly up to five years, right? Maybe you know, Phase Five, Phase Six, 
well, this is phase five, phase six, even through the end of it, we won't see any results here. So I think, you know, it's not a rush out and see, but you're going to want to watch it before you probably dive in it to, to a lot more uh, Marvel properties down the road. So yeah, that's our, um, I guess not glowing, but like, you know, Hey, the, the back porch lights on review, I guess um, <laughs> we're, we're home, but you know, um, you can, you can come see us if you want, but Let's jump into um, the, the next bit of news here, Mike. We did not get a trailer for the Marvels at um, the Super Bowl, and we did not uh, we did not get it in front of this uh, movie, right, for Ant Man. But we mm-hmm. did get a poster that dropped. What fri- was it Friday night um, when when this poster dropped? I believe you you seen yeah, it, it was, right? It was it was late in the week for sure. Yeah, yeah. I did not put it in our, our show notes here. The poster. I'm gonna actually have it updated pretty quickly. Um, but with that comes the news. You know, uh, we get to see. Uh, Captain Marvel, Photon, uh, Monica Rambeau, and uh, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. But they're delaying this movie from June, Mike, to November 10th of this year. Uh, and they announced it on the poster rather than you know, a trailer or anything like that. So that's kind of an interesting um, delay, if you will. But it kind of lines up with some other news I think we're going to talk about uh, down the road. Any, any thoughts on this? I mean, strategically, it's not surprising in a way. You know, Guardians is kind of the summer movie, uh, and they don't really have anything, you know, Marvel-related cinematically at the end of the year, so it mm-hmm. makes sense to put it there. I, I, I kind of like just getting teaser posters, right? Yep. I feel like every time we get posters now, posters are so formulaic now. It's always get all of the cast put them on the poster and kind of like stack them in like a triangle, right? They just all look the same. And it was just kind of nice to see like, oh, they're kind of playing with a little bit of creativity here. Like, you know, it's not a big bombastic, like look at all the cast. We will eventually get that poster, right? You know, they can't, no studio can stop themselves from making this poster. It's like that phase where they were putting that like Hans Zimmer, like in like every movie trailer for like a decade. I heard that three (laughs) movie trailers before it. So like, I I don't want to, I don't hear this gone away, but I agree. Like, you know, the, 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 they don't even have the actors names on here, right? They just give us higher, further, faster, and then the new edition together. So we get um, Monica Rainbow's photon in her outfit with her, 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 the energy around her is forming the shape of her the icon on her chest. Uh, Captain mm-hmm. Marvel has her starburst and Miss Marvel's on the bottom with the, the, the S shape around here. But I would say the one thing for me, it looks interesting um, other than the, the blue, purple, red colors is I think the city on the bottom looks kind of alien. Uh, if I was to, to call anything out, you can't really see a lot of details in this. I've zoomed in as much as the internet would let me, and um, it's it, yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. Like, is that just like a like a is that like Vegas off in the background? Is it alien? Not yeah. entirely sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be space set. Uh, we do know Nick Fury is returning, right, from the leaked audio from from Comic Con. Uh, very excited to watch this movie um, again. This is like the third time it's I think been delayed because it's changed place with Ant Man. Uh, three and to June, and then it's been pushed back. I think two times, but I don't think it's to me. And and just to make sure people know, this, it is not the quality of the movie. The movie's not getting redone. I think they just needed some space, and they will be spacing out releases for Disney going forward. And we'll talk about more more about that later, right? So, um, gonna get into um follow up on some of the Super Bowl information. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three was the most watched trailer from the Super Bowl last weekend. Um, across all social media channels. 
Well, and that makes sense. It was the most uh, fleshed out, typical Super Bowl trailer experience, and I think that goes to show. I mean, uh, we had that Fast and Furious trailer, but that came out days ahead of time. It wasn't even really a Super Bowl trailer, so I mean, that makes sense. And I, and I wonder if maybe that's like a technicality, right? I wonder if the Fast and Furious trailers maybe got more views, but since it technically wasn't a Super Bowl trailer, it doesn't make it in the in the rankings, but... Um, well, well, I'm looking it, forward to Guardians. Yeah, I would say you know Fast probably puts it out of the rankings. The other one was, um, the I'd say the other big one that we talked about right is is the Flash, and that's what we kind of talking to. You. The most hype trailer from all of this was the Flash trailer, right? Like oh, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of right. people no. were like the most yeah. <laughs> the, the the most watch is going to be the Flash. Well, no, a lot of people have affinity for the Guardians, and while the Flash does have Batman, uh, you know, um, Michael Keaton Batman, and it's not very much, but like. Obviously, people have literally been talking about the Flash movie after this trailer more than any other movie, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And we talked about being different, telling a different story. Uh, I think there's a lot more different different videos on this, people breaking down, like, you know, um, you know, the snow, the snow scene, right, with Supergirl, the slow motion, the lightning bolts. Everybody's looking for Easter eggs and, and connections in this movie because the DC Universe... Um, as we know it and as we will come to know it, kind of hinge on this movie, right? And um, something that someone else pointed out I thought was very funny. James Gunn has tweeted that this, uh, you know, even after the trailer came out, this is his, you know, the best movie he's ever seen this year, his favorite movie, whatever. He has not said that a single time about Shazam 2. Um, so <laughs> um, not in saying that he doesn't like Shazam 2, um, right? That's a Peter Safran venture who's the other co-CEO, but like, he is not talking about the next movie, which is out literally we gotta, less than four we weeks. Got to find Saffron's Twitter. He's he's been probably tweeting this whole time, and nobody's yeah. paying attention. To yeah, him. yeah. Well, you know, they say if it does it, if a tree falls, you know, in the forest and no one's around to hear it, Mike. Uh, does anybody <laughs> tweet about it? Uh, but yeah, so I think I still think you know, sitting a week later, Mike, The Flash is probably still my most hyped movie. Um, you know, Guardians is fine. I I feel you know I feel comfortable going into it. The Flash kind of excites me a little bit because i don't know if it'll be good or bad right like it looks fun it looks like it's got stuff we want but will it really be you know good so very very excited um i also have this in the notes here and i'm not going to take it out because it's already committed to it mike john wick 4 did you watch this trailer yet for this it's like a long trailer i've seen some combination i I like the john wick franchise don't get me wrong Uh, I, I've seen some combination of this trailer. Yeah. I, I don't need I don't need a trailer for John Wick Four. I'm gonna go watch it, yeah. and the trailer just looks like it's giving me more of the same. Which is, it just it doesn't need a trailer. I'm it's yeah. him with guns. He's shooting and punching people. I, I'm on board. Um, yeah, right. I think the, I've seen it. Maybe I've seen the trailer. Well, we, there was know. a trailer like three months ago, and, and this looks pretty yeah. close to it. And I guess the thing, like you, you said, like it, it rehashes some of that. We see the usual suspects, right? You know, John Wick, uh, Shane Black, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, and now we get to see some of the new people, uh, including, yeah. I believe, um, uh, Donnie Yen uh, in this one, and, and uh, the guy who played it was it is it Bill Skarsgård? Yeah, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. Um, so it looks fine. It looks like literally another John Wick movie. <laughs> really, at the end of the day, right? They all kind of run together, but. Um, what I appreciate about this, you know, um, this movie is, you know, this isn't a summer movie, Mike. This is like a month away, March 24th. So I am really, really getting, um, I feel better when trailers are like, hey, it's coming out in a month rather than like, hey, here's a trailer. Gotta, it's coming out in six months and you have to wait longer. 
got to convince my wife to watch the last three movies with me. I don't know how I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. uh, but I need to rewatch them because when I went to go see John Wick, uh, I don't remember which one it was, one of the sequels, I was I had just had not rewatched anything. And I was like, I'm lost. I don't remember what happened. Mm-hmm. I needed a recap video, and I didn't do it. So maybe I can get yeah. Andy to watch them. I don't yeah. know. We'll find out. Well, it, tell her, you know, you say, hey, I, w- I want you to watch John Wick with me. And she's like, no, send her the sad Keanu Reeves. I'm like, you're making Keanu sad. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he, he wants you to watch with us. Uh, we live in the same city as him. What if you run into him one day and you don't get to tell him you love his John Wick movies? Yeah, exactly. He he, he wants you to know at, at the end of the day that, you know. I'm you sure he going. shops at Ralph's just like we do. The oh, possibilities yeah. there. Absolutely. He's, not a me- he's definitely not a mega star that has an assistant that does everything does, for him. Does he work at Dunkin' Donuts on the weekends like Ben Affleck no, does? Maybe. You're going to need it. Babe, you need an anecdote. You yeah. never know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um,. Yeah, so that trailer is anything. Again, it's fine. You know, John Wick. I, it, it's borderline superhero movie right at this point. So I, that's why I kind of throw it in here. Uh, let's jump into some Disney Plus news. We got some good news and some bad news. I'd say. So let's hit it off with the good news. Good news is Secret Invasion. Uh, while we have not seen another teaser in a minute, this is one of at least two Marvel shows for Disney Plus confirmed to release this year. We will hundred percent get Secret Invasion. All right. Well, it sounds like we're going to be waiting a little bit if we don't have a month <laughs> outside of a year. Absolutely. I, I I would not be surprised if this is a um, April would be the earliest, but it could be a post uh, Guardians three at, at mm. this rate. Also, you know, Secret Invasion deals with space. Maybe they tie together. We don't know. Uh, also, there's um, reported this is likely a limited series, meaning we will probably not get Secret Invasion season two. And Honestly, I just assume they're all limited series until the season's done. <laughs> well, I, I would say this one, uh, yes, yeah, a great point. Let me jump into the next bit then. Loki season two, um, uh, <laughs> which is one of them that does get a season. I wish it had a better name than Loki season two or Loki. Like, I wish each um, season had a different like subtitle, right? Like the movies mm-hmm. do. I think that'd be like, you know, Loki lost in time or whatever they want to call it. This one, I don't care. Uh, but the uh, Loki is the other show of the two. Uh, confirmed for release on Disney Plus this year. And, um, yep, that sounds about right at this point. Uh, knowing that he last, we last see him uh, and his variant uh, who killed He Who Remains, which was Jonathan Majors, one of his Kang variants, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely believe that this will be played this year uh, to tie in with everything else going on. Very excited for mm-hmm. this show, right? Like, um, of a character who debuted in 20. Uh, what 2011 uh, in Thor? Uh, I'm really surprised, and he's he's been killed off how many times? How many times have we killed Loki? <laughs> uh, Can't kill this guy. He does not stay dead. So very absolutely excited for that. On the flip side, the bad news is that several shows look like they're being delayed. Uh, for this, Echo uh, is not a lock for 2023 yet. Um, he, there is a slowdown in the release schedule per Kevin Feige and Bob Iger saying that they're slowing like literally pausing the break down on uh like everything like hey our our content is coming out too fast we need to um i guess put more breaks in there so this is again this and the next show we talk about it's not quality control this is more like hey we're just gonna sit on it because we want we're we were we they feel possibly could have been the 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 feedback they got Marvel's oversaturating everything with like four shows a year and like three movies. Can probably agree with that, right? Like, yeah, that's I mean, a lot of stuff really, at once. Yeah, I mean, I 
I don't know if fortunately or unfortunately, most of my uh, social circle is very into all of this nerdy stuff as well. So they're always watching all of this stuff anyway. But if I do rarely come across and interact people, wow, this sounds so depressing, that don't watch literally every little Marvel thing that comes out right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I could easily recommend oh go watch everything that's out there on disney plus because yep. it's, it's it's a time suck right whether mm-hmm. it's good or not it's a lot of effort oh. to put into it you know so it's like yeah maybe don't waste your entire existence watching all of these disney plus shows if you know you're just not that into it so maybe spacing things out letting some of the hype grow a little bit more will make it a mm. little bit more desirable I don't well, know. well in, in news cycles you know you turn and burn when's the last time you talked or thought about the movie hawkeye mike or TV show Hawkeye. Uh, Honestly, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, Jeremy Renner. Thank God he survived his accident. Right, he's re- recovering uh, from from a horrific accident he had earlier this year. Um, you know, there may never be another one because of that. But like, you know, they literally put out like four shows back to back to back. And you're like, uh, I need I need a break. I need some breathing room. I just did the math here. If we go up through Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and that's all I have math on, uh, four days and ten hours to watch all of the MCU content in a row um <laughs> that is quite that is quite quite the i guess the, the amount of stuff to watch and, and put out uh, but mm-hmm. echo is done filming they're probably in post-production very excited to watch this because it will lead into daredevil born again uh the other show that's not locked yet that is also um completed filming is ironheart um riri williams had her debut in black panther wakanda forever and they're just going to hold on to this as well to space out the releasing and i believe and correct me if i'm wrong mike you probably have closer source to this. Bob Iger, when he did his, I guess, State of the Union uh, speech a week or two ago that we, we covered, um, mentioned specifically like, hey, um, we're going back to a content, you know, storytelling model, not, hey, just get release dates out, bam, 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 right? You have to make release dates to put a lot of content. We want to tell better stories rather than pushing everything all out all at once. So. Yeah, I mean, he's he's always been a creative guy, which is... Uh, funny in a sense of he starts off as like a weatherman right yeah. at ABC and now all of a sudden he's in charge of all of the things that we love uh, so much again but yeah he seems to have his finger on the pulse so yeah, yeah I kind of got to trust it I, yeah. you know, I hope it works no, absolutely and, and I think you know uh, his baby right the thing that got him he's like I want to launch Disney Plus and then I'll retire uh, before they dragged him back in. So I think he, he knows what he's doing when he comes to the streaming stuff, or at least has a, a pretty good idea uh, for for a plan. Uh, Captain America, New World Order, the upcoming, um, I guess, uh, Sam Wilson starring Captain America movie that's got like everybody else under the sun in it, including the leader. Um, Kevin Feige has confirmed that Harrison Ford will play President Ross, not just General Ross, Mike. So all the rumor about Harrison Ford being Air Force One, right, being the president again, he's going to do it. He's going to be president yeah. again in MCU. Yeah, unintended uh, consequence of being on this show, Chris. I thought that was already out there in the world, but I, you know, I well, forget the context it, of when we talk about it on the show that it's like rumored, so, right? Yeah. So now it's confirmed. I'm like, I thought everybody knew this yeah. already. Well, when Variety and Deadline and the Hollywood Reporter say it, like 99, it's true, right? Like nine, like mm-hmm. you can almost take that as fact. But to hear it out of Kevin Feige's mouth himself doing interviews. Mm-hmm. That just, I'm like, that's our stamp. That's our seal of approval. This is my SEO for the week. So when people are looking this up, we're going to show up at the top of it. So mm-hmm. I know how this game works. Uh, other news that dropped this week, surprisingly, um, 
Deadpool 3 or Deadpool and Wolverine or whatever they're going to call it. Um, Emma Corrin, who played Princess uh, Diane in The Crown, has been cast as the villain in the movie. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I Googled I Googled her because I didn't know who she was. And yeah. n- not to be rude, but I mean, yeah, she looks like she could be pretty villainous. I don't know what, you know, mm-hmm. character, super powered person she might play. But all right. I can believe it. Yeah, a lot of people I, I, were kind of theorizing this, like how many villains are you are female in in there? There's um some there's there's several. I don't. No one was really set on anybody either, so they could create somebody new, um, or you know even even pick it out of there. I couldn't I couldn't think of anybody, or at least multiversal, right? So to get Hugh Jackman in there, I think the other fun bit of this news was uh Patrick Stewart, who's out doing Picard season three uh, interviews, said that uh. He and Sir N. McKellen uh, are not done with their roles yet, implying that N. McKellen would return as Magneto in this movie as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of got to... It feels like they're going full circle, at least in a way of just like, well, they're not going to be able to send off maybe every single ounce of the X-Men franchise from Fox because it got so big with so many different actors. But mm-hmm. you know, if you, gotta ha- if you have a chance, right, you know go ahead and like get all of them get all of the big ones in there right and those two are the biggest and also yeah. you, if you got Hugh Jackman in it as well there you go that's your that's your three that's right your, that's your three who like lived through everything and nobody nobody had any complaint about any of those characters like even if you saw X-Men, X-Men Origins Wolverine Hugh Jackman is still the best Wolverine at the end of the mm-hmm. day so um, a- absolutely um, and then Deadpool who also appeared in that movie uh, coming across this so um, yeah I think that's great uh, in McKellen's Magneto that's, that's a staple I have heard um, this was a rumor maybe even more of a theory not even a rumor that when they pull Wolverine into Deadpool's world right for this movie it is pre-Logan and they might um, they might even go so dark as to show the the, the the incident the insane incident with Professor X that made him like literally kill all the X Men like with his my, oh, like his like migrant thing uh, because again Kevin Feige has confirmed that this will be an R rated movie we know this we've reported on it before so they could do that in the in an R rated movie I mean that would be dark like super dark but mm-hmm. um, it will take place before uh, Logan in in that timeline uh, hot hot news this weekend Mike Spider Man ooh we love us some Spider Man um they uh kevin feige again out doing his quantumania stuff uh says that writers are working on the script they are putting pen to paper where his words and a story is in place for the spider-man 4 in the mcu mike so i don't want it (laughs) yeah i don't think there was ever any concern we weren't going to get one um so uh, like so, we just need to move him forward in the, in the universe a little bit, right? He is mm-hmm. now completely forgotten and familyless at this point. So <laughs> very interesting for that. Um, and uh, the today uh, there there are three bits of news that came out today, or maybe even early yesterday, through reliable leakers that Spider-Man Four will release before Secret Wars, which makes sense, right? That's still several years out. Spider-Man can get a pretty good turnaround. Uh, the rumor is that Tom Holland signed a huge deal for um, playing Spider-Man in secret like that. Nobody like no one's like put this out in the world yet. Like there's no public knowledge of this contract, mm-hmm. um, but he is it's a huge deal to play this character, not just in his own movies, but across movies, right? Like a, like a um, Robert Downey Jr. size contract, if you will, uh, for how many MCU movies he was in 
and that he will be the lead character of the Kang Dynasty Avengers movie. That they're going to lean on him oh. for that. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be strange journey, right, for us fans in the MCU of. I still internalize Tom Holland as just like this young, brash <laughs> kid, right? But you know, by the time that movie comes out, I mean, I mean, the actor Tom should be in his like mid twenties, right? I mean, you know, if you <laughs> you take if you take a human being like through college and everything, theoretically, that's adult status for mm. the most part. So, yeah, it's weird because when I imagine like kind of like proper 616 Spider-Man in the comic books, I'm thinking an adult, yep. like early 30s, like knows what he's doing. Of course, he's like smarmy and sarcastic, you know, and he like goofs around and everything, right? But he's still like an adult that can make the big decisions, right? But uh, yeah, it's hard for me to imagine Tom Holland there. So uh, maybe, maybe he grows a mustache. I don't know what, I don't, yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know if that fits underneath the huh. Spider-Man costume well, but yeah, maybe yeah. they can like... I mean, he like you said earlier, he's he's gone through the ringer that last movie. Yeah, man, he's gonna he's gonna come out the other end. Absolutely uh, different for sure. And I just looked up. Tom Holland is currently twenty six years old, so by the time that movie comes out, he will be like almost thirty. Uh, so, hey, there you go. <laughs> um, so so maybe yeah, maybe 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 he'll they'll their movie. They know how to make people look older without making it look too bad. Um, but you know, honestly, I think this makes you know this is a great story point if we wanted to tie it into No Way Home. He is literally, you know, dealt with interdimensional. Like him and Doctor Strange are like the only two people so far who've dealt with interdimensional beings, like uh, on a, on an mm-hmm. interdimensional being scale. Everybody else didn't know it, but they do. They know there are other beings in other dimensions. So, um, absolutely wild to think of if he's going to lead that Avengers movie down the road. Mm-hmm. We didn't cover this last week um, because I'm just it's I got such a bad taste in my mouth about it. Um, but uh, Amazon is working on a Spider-Man Noir series, but it will not star Peter Parker. And I'm rubbing my face in distress over here because I'm like, this is like, this is your um, Pennyworth, right? Like you know. this, this is Sony shenanigans. I will do my disclaimer as I do yeah. with everything when we talk about on this show that any creative any one writer like director they can make anything interesting right Mm -hmm. but like what are the odds (laughs) what are the odds that this gets there right uh i'm i'm so confused what just what the strategy here is right to me it just seems like sony owns the ip and they want cash for it so what they do is just whoever wants to buy some spider-man they put it out there in the world and amazon's got the deepest pockets and they would love to get some of that you know mcu kind of you know karma floating over their way there 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 are two ways i'm gonna look at this just to to maybe maybe level up if this was like amazon's doing that stupid silk spider society series right not even the movie Mm -hmm. the series um and like there's like you know the the el muerto the wrestler who once was in an episode or issue of spider-man they're making a movie spider-man noir he's been in video (laughs) games you know as main character he was been he was a main character into the spider-verse Makes sense, but that's always been Peter Parker under there. It's just a different universe, right? In the 1930s, you know, f- film noir was, was the differentiating factor. It's all film noir in the 30s, but still Peter Parker. Um, I will say the the one thing that gives me hope, as you, you mentioned, Mike, this uh, the show is uh, written and produced uh, by Oren Uziel, who I don't know, but he d- developed it along with, alongside, producers Lord and Miller. So... Um, do we do we give them some benefit of the doubt here um, for that? Because 
they did the one good Spider-Verse movie with Spider-Man in the one. Yeah, it So, yeah, it's like do you try to imagine it's like do you try to imagine this as like a you know, a a weird offshoot of some sort of morbid universe or do you try to imagine it as more of like a live action offshoot of Spider-Verse, right? That puts mm-hmm. a little bit of a better taste in my mouth, yeah. right? But I'm not 100% what? sure. I don't know. It's just it's yeah. just weird. I like how do I I guess how do the, I get excited for this? <laughs> the one thing that is cool, and I, I, I you're gonna pull up here uh, just just to make sure on Friday that it is set in 1930s New York. Um, and if they were doing Spider-Man Noir, but like modern day, um, I would be absolutely just raging at this idea, right? Like nobody does modern noir. The last modern mm. noir movie I saw that was superhero was Dylan Dog, Dead of Night. Did you ever watch Dylan Dog? The movie, God, Mike, I, with Brandon Roth in it. It sounds familiar, I, but I, no. That is <laughs> that is money and time I'll never get back. Um, and that's a DC <laughs> character, by the way. Um, but if they do a 1930s noir, I like I, I like film noir. I think is, I think that's a very... Um, it's one of my favorite genres of, of movie and, and TV shows. And if they do it right, and maybe, you know, maybe, maybe it's not Peter Parker because it's set before peter parker was born right like this is like i don't know pick pick somebody else who like you know john smith is is this character who he's maybe not playing spider-man but like it's in that universe i don't know i don't know how they'll make it work but i i I like noir and maybe that'll be the selling factor right the the difference the something that nothing nobody else is doing down uh, in this superhero space Chris, what is this movie dylan dog dead of night i'm looking at it oh and this is the weirdest maybe i'll watch this this week is uh, it streaming someplace maybe i'll have to check it out this is just so weird the poster is just hilarious there's like a ghost in the background and brandon Routh just trying to look menacing i don't know wow what a what a weird what a weird world the All right. the the kid from um jungle to jungle uh is it's his buddy in this uh oh my gosh yeah it it is uh i don't want to think about dylan dog if i'm gonna be honest with you (laughs) Uh, but anyway um spider-man noir if they can hit the noir part and and maybe they don't call it spider-man noir i'll i'll be okay but like you know there's a big risk here there's a big question mark is this like you mentioned is this a cash grab is this a hey milk our characters because we can or is this a lord miller you know or in project that that could have potential because it's being developed with that spider-verse in mind right at the end of the day so um yeah we'll keep you guys posted on that for those going to star wars celebration europe raise your hands okay put them back down um <laughs> disney is expected to announce their film plans at uh star wars celebration con in wow europe. It's about time. We need a slate. We need yeah. to know where this universe is going because yeah. it just it just feels like they're treading water on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Some of the water is great, you know? You go by a little private island with some tropical fruits. Yeah. You know, there's people playing beach volleyball. There's some other islands that are just like nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just don't know what's going well, on. So. It's it's been Star Wars, if we look at the movie side of it, and forget Disney+, Plus for a minute, has been in such a disarray um, since the Last Jedi, right? Uh, not Last Jedi, the the Rise of Skywalker, right? Um, obviously, made billion dollars, uh, you know. So, you know, we I wouldn't say you know there's a lot there's vocal people online who 
obviously really really dislike it i think you know we obviously dislike it but it's a billion dollar movie it's not everyone dislikes it right at the end of the day but remember when they hired the game of thrones guys for all of like two months to write mo- yeah. movies <laughs> um ryan johnson swears his movies are happening kevin feige's got a movie happening um uh, taika watiti's got a movie happening they announced the one that is like most likely moving forward happening um I just, it, it, they, I would, I don't think I need a, a five-year slate, Mike, but, like, give me the next movie date, and let's start from there. Let's just start with <laughs> one, actually release it, and, and, and we'll go from there. Like, you can have a plan in the background, but, like, I think to to keep the fans tempered, it needs to be baby steps, rather than, like, a, a blast of movies, titles, and dates... And then backtrack all of them again for like the fifteenth time since twenty nineteen. So, um, I'd be excited. To, I'd be excited to know what they have in mind, but I'm not going to hold my breath for for a couple months. Uh, the Ahsoka show uh, coming out, um, hopefully this year. I really hope so. Uh, is rumored to be a multi, could be a multi season sh- show. I never really thought that uh, in my head, but I don't see why they wouldn't do that, right? If they can. Yeah, I, I would say I'm almost the opposite approach when it comes to those Marvel streaming shows, right? I always think they're going to be limited series. Star Wars seems to have more of a stake in the ground of just like, we want to make more than just one season. Mm-hmm. Well, they've out of three shows, they've only done with one. So I, that, I guess that's why I leaned into not. But um, obviously, you know, Dave Filoni over there, he's doing he's doing everything uh, on the on. For Ahsoka, the character he created for the cartoon show, so um, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be doing that for for a while. So um, yeah, I'm sure we'll get more news at Star Wars Celebration, Mike. So we'll we'll come back to that around around April. Um, I, I I don't have the link. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna update the link before it posts. But did you see the uh, Joker uh, Foley Adu image with Lady Gaga that has been taken? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw it. It's it's like a lot of time when it comes to like movie marketing, right? Usually kind of like the very first image they release is just kind of like, let's give the people a taste, right? A little bit of a mood, and I'm just looking at it like, all right, that's what it is. I can't get anything out of this. There's no, there's no lore. There's no anticipation. Just like, yep, those are two actors in yeah. the same scene together. Yeah, uh, Joaquin Phoenix has his Joker makeup on. Uh, Lady Gaga appears to be uh, not in Harley Quinn makeup, but uh, what what's um what is her her name? Uh, yeah, it's, it's what's her real hell? Hell, if I remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't know her human name, but um yeah, this is like the first time we've we've seen Lady Gaga in it. Sure, fine. This is the second image we've seen from the movie. The first one was someone shaving him in a prison cell. It's whatever. Um, Harleen Quinzel, that's her name. Uh, so so different <laughs> yeah uh exactly so um yeah cool fun fine obviously this movie's happening um i don't We're know very if, confused <laughs> yeah I, I don't is it is it a musical that's what everyone's like is it, is it gonna be a musical i don't i don't mind they're doing a joker too i just um you know we've talked about this, like you know when we did toy story 4 so like, it needs to prove itself right to to exist so uh hopefully they do that pretty pretty early on so that movie is filming. Check out that photo in our show notes. Uh, Hellboy, The Crooked Man, is going to be the next movie uh, in the Hellboy reboot universe. So this is the wow. the second full reboot. Um, the um, 
man, I can't think of the actor's name who played him. Um, David Harbor. David Harbor. Yeah, that didn't that didn't make it very far. Uh, one movie and, and <laughs> there's a uh, there's a great um, uh, video. There's a there's this YouTube channel called uh, Architects Digest. Well. I'm sure they're a magazine or something, right? But I only know them as a YouTube channel. And they basically do like a higher-end version of Cribs. And uh, they've done David Harbour before a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Really freaking cool place he had like in New York. Um, And then he got a new place uh, recently. So they did another tour of his new place. So they're touring his new house. And then they go into his like wardrobe and closet. And he has a picture of himself in the Hellboy makeup framed. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's like, I have this one in here just to, you know, remind myself whenever I'm feeling too good about myself. Oh, nice. So I just like that he, uh, you know, he, he, he gets it too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the fun part about this reboot over at Millennium Media uh, is that Mike Mignola, the creator of Hellboy, will be writing the script for this. So oh, okay. this will be as true to the source material as you could want. If you say it's not. You're wrong because the creator's writing this at the end of the day. Now, visually, Hellboy is, you know, we looked at video game coming out, you know, last mm-hmm. last year. Hellboy's a very unique visual style. I The story can be anything in Hellboy. I want it to look good, right, at the end of the day. And, and who are they going to get to play him? So uh, hopefully we get some more of that later. But, you know, I think it's fun that the, the creator is writing the script. Um, the director is Brian Taylor, known for such cinematic masterpieces as Crank. <laughs> and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Um, wow. I don't know what to think about that, but I, it's hard to think positive. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you what he does well. Um, and he had a partner when he did the Crank movies. I forget, I forget who the other one, person was. Um, like highly kinetic action scenes. Like very, very... The action scenes are, are, are almost like demonic, right? Like I think that's what they did good Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance when they just like, Hey Nick, do you wanna like be a demon for a little bit? And he's like, Yeah, hell yeah, I will. Uh <laughs> and like you get to see like him, you know, behind the scenes acting really weird and doing you know, like the, the neck twitching and the the actual like spirit portion of it as well. Like it's really fun. Do you remember that trailer had Ghost Rider pissing fire towards the, the the screen. Do you remember that? that no, I don't out? remember that. <laughs> go, you guys can go look up Ghost Rider. He's just taking a leak, and, and, and it's all fire, and it's like at the screen, and that's how they transition some of the shots <laughs> in the trailer. Uh, so I think you know, again, that was what ten years, eleven, twelve years ago. I can't you know, directors can grow, they can change, they can become better. Todd Phillips, who we just talked about about Joker, literally was known for doing the Hangover movies. So. Um, possibly he could he can come back and do better, but you know, um, very very interesting bit of news I did not expect to get this week was a Hellboy movie written by yeah the, the creator. Uh, anything else, Mike? Before we we jump off of here, give people some no, time back. I think that no. I think that's it. All right, well let's get out of here. People want to know what you're up to, what you're doing, where can they find you at, my buddy? Oh, they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, you, me, where can they find you? I am on Instagram, Valdan87, V-A-L-D-A-N-8-7. Or you can listen to the Superhero Slate every week. And you can listen to two episodes this week if you saw Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania because our review was there. If they want to listen to more episodes, because we do this every week, where can they find those at? Oh, all you got to do is head on over to SuperheroSlate.com. That's the best place to find all the avenues we host our show and to get our awesome show notes. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you'd love to listen to fine podcasts. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and get merch 
at superheroslate.com slash store. We love hearing from you. Please reach out and let us know what you think about all the news that we talked about this week. Are you looking forward to any of these new Disney Plus shows coming out? Uh, are you looking forward to the Star Wars I don't know, big announcement. We'll see. We'll cover it. We'll talk about it on the show. Uh, we love our super fans, so if you want to be a super fan, all you got to do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week, folks. That's right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe.